Hey, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to, to a Community of Principles podcast, a conversation to support leaders. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin. Now, let's get this started. We are into 2019. We had uh, MEMSPA 2018 just um, several weeks ago in Traverse City. And so I'm excited to be back for the Community of Principles podcast. We are still in season number two. And the format in season two is eight questions in eight minutes. And I am super excited. We have with us this time, we've got Craig McCullough. And Craig was the outstanding MEMSPA principal last year, and I'm excited to get Craig on. In fact, this is, Craig, you don't know this, but I actually have been trying to get you on for probably about a year, so I'm really excited to get him on. Before we get to the questions, just my little little soapbox would be, recently in our world, we have seen quite a bit on social media that has really been galvanizing, and it's really uh, caught the attention of um, all of society with what's happened with um, the Catholic school and the Native Americans. And my quick little soapbox is simply this. When things come out on social media, don't be that person that just has a simple knee-jerk reaction. As leaders, it is so critical that we try to find all the facts and that we really have the whole scope before we make judgments. So I would just say to to all of you, uh, be diligent, get the facts, and then move forward. With that being said, without any further ado, Craig McCullough, welcome. Thank you, Ben. Welcome. I'm glad to be here. Okay, Craig. So you've listened to the show, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Many of your episodes. Awesome. So we have eight questions, eight minutes. We are going to get going on this, and I cannot wait to hear some of these answers because you and I first actually passed, uh, kind of crossed paths a handful of years ago. It was at MEMSPA, and I actually was doing a session, and I had a uh, Google Hangout, Tony Sananis and Joe Sanfilippo, Go Crickets, uh, jumped in on that episode. Do you remember that? Absolutely, absolutely. You remember what I won at the end? Yes, I do. You had some sunglasses on, and I got a little picture of you as well. Uh, yep, yep, yep. I got the cricket sunglasses on. I think I still have them, actually. Fantastic. Okay, Craig, how did you get to your current position? My current position. Started my career in special education. I was a self-contained, uh, emotionally impaired teacher. And after being in Chelsea, I was in Chelsea for about nine years. And uh, superintendent there um, at the time, uh, and the uh, building principal, they had an opening in the elementary principal, and they asked me to apply. I applied in Chelsea, and I didn't get the job. So I had all my stuff ready to go and my application. So then I applied to the district next door, Dexter. And sure enough, I got a call from Jamie Bronson, who uh, hired me in as a middle school assistant principal. And then the first year here, the principal at my current school, Cornerstone, Judy was looking to retire. And about halfway through the year, she said, Craig, I'm going to retire and I want you to be the principal of Cornerstone. And that was 13 years ago. Wow. Okay. So just for everybody out there, you dealt with failure. I mean, you applied at at Chelsea and and it didn't work out. And so then, you know, with every closed door becomes an opportunity. And so, you know, I got to ask the question, how did you deal with failure? Yeah, it was it was interesting. I'm a, I'm a born and raised Chelsea boy. I went to school all the way through there. My wife actually still teaches in Chelsea. And it was, it was interesting because everybody uh, you know, around the table, I felt pretty good about it. It actually was one of my probably hardest interviews because there were three of my teachers that I had in high school, a family best friend at the interview table, and some other people I knew. So it was, uh, 
it was one of those awkward interviews almost like it was hard to hard to talk about yourself and I don't know if that helped or hurt me but it, it made me reflect when I was done I'm like okay I didn't get the position not you know I wasn't exactly sure why but it just I decided to take shot because at that time you know I, I really respected the principal of the building Andy Ingle and he was the one who really too pushed me he's like hey you're ready for this so since I had my you know resume ready and kind of was in that frame of mind, that's when I started looking. So I didn't, I try to not let things get me down too much. Like you said, just another door opens. You know, I tip my cap to that because I, I think there's a lot of teacher leaders that sometimes only see themselves at the school they currently are in. And clearly what you did is you saw that door close and you decided, you know what, I'm going to look at this as an opportunity. I'm going to put myself out there. And ultimately, the rest is history. So I, I applaud you for that because a lot of people would have looked at that closed door and they probably would have given up. So, so well done, Craig. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, it's been phenomenal. I am extremely happy to be where I am today. Okay, so I just snuck in two questions. We're going to go to question number three. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received is probably to just to step back and reflect. Take time to pause and really think before you act. Um, and I think that that has led me well on my path, especially as an administrator and as a person as a whole, you know, not then not be too quick to judge, not be too quick to act, um, but just sit back or, or when you do, I guess I should say to step back and reflect on what happened and then be open and willing to change from there. You know, as administrators, I think a lot of times, you know, we, we think we have all the right answers. And when things don't go wrong, we have to be willing to say, all right, I tried, it didn't work. And now how do we move forward? So just being just taking time to actually re- truly reflect and then move forward. I like that too with the pause because it actually ties right into my soapbox that I started with. So well done with that one, Craig. <laughs> okay. Okay, Craig, let's, uh, let's get a little personal on this one. What are two things most people would not expect or would not know about you? Well, I, am, uh, I love coaching wrestling. I wrestled in high school, wrestled a little bit in college, and I just, I love coaching middle school, high school kids, little kids, and wrestling. So it's just something that I've always enjoyed. Um, my son actually decided to get into it. My son's a seventh grader. So he was, for many years, he's like, nope, dad, that's your thing, not mine. But this year he decided to give it a shot. And uh, there's one dad with a big smile on his face now that my boy wants to give my sport a whirl. Um, that's cool. Okay. And, uh, What's the other, the other one? Thing, yeah. The other thing would be building. I love to build. I love doing construction. I love tearing things apart, putting them back together. And we're not just talking Legos. We're talking like the real deal. Yeah. Last summer, I uh, pulled out the entire backside of my house, replaced three big windows, resided, retrimmed. I did that for fun. <laughs> wow. You're a handyman. I love I, it. Once again, I tip my cap because I, I do not have those skills. Shoot. I, I lean on my wife for all that stuff. So Yeah, I'm okay. currently uh, adding a bedroom to my basement. I have a perfectly finished oh. basement, but I got bored with it. So I'm adding an extra bedroom. I'm going to gut it and start over. Oh, wow. Well done. Okay, let's, uh, let's go to the next one. So this one, you're not necessarily going to fix it, but what is an issue in education? If you could wave a magic wand, what would you love to see fixed? Well, Ben, this is going to tie in right to your beginning. I would love to see every person in education have a background in social justice of really how do you take that, that reflective lens that how are we supporting everybody, right? How are you not quick to judge? And how are you, how are you able to, as an educator, really talk about uh, you know, people, people of color, different family makeups, different genders, um, just how do we in education really help lead that social justice cause? Because I think it's... It's something we can do. It's powerful. 
if we have the time to do it right, but our staff need the training. You could drop the mic right there. I mean, clearly, I mean, that bingo, you know, social justice, that's that's huge. And especially in today's today's day and age where everything seems to go viral so quick. So that's, um, you know, right there. You just proved everybody why you were the most outstanding principal. So I just mic drop it right there. Um, we've <laughs> got, uh, okay, we got three quick ones to go. Got it. First one, being an administrator, being a leader takes a lot of energy. So I'm, I'm just going to ask you, where do you get your energy? Are you a coffee drinker? Do you do five-hour energy? Do you have chocolate? How do you, where do you get the stamina and the energy to, uh, to take on the challenges of each day? Well, I'm a, I do drink coffee, but I start each day out with about 50 push-ups. I figure the best way to get my body going is just get the blood flowing. So, and then I just, I've never stopped. My, it drives my, my wife nuts and my staff. I, I never stop walking and moving. And I think just keeping your body always going, just, keeps me going. So a little bit of a little bit of coffee, but then a lot of just good exercise. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Two to go. Favorite quote. Uh, Marion Anderson. There are many persons ready to do what is right because in their hearts, they know it is right, but they hesitate waiting for the other fellow to make the first move. And he in turn waits for you. So I love that quote. And it's just, we can't stand by and think someone else is going to do it. Yeah. Make that a poster. That should be something that you've got, uh, if not in your office, somewhere in the school. I'd already, it's in my office. <laughs> it's already very good. Okay, Craig, we got time for one last question. And I'm very curious to see where you go with this. Someone, someone along the way influenced you. Someone saw leadership qualities in you. Who was that person? And if you could say something to that person right now, what would you want to say to him? I would probably go to my wife. I mean, when I, I, I thought about this question a lot, Ben, and I can pull out some good names of people and people I've worked with, but really that encouragement for my wife who knew me as an educator, she has been there the entire time to support me, encourage me, uh, listen to me at night, give me thoughts and feedback, give me pause, time to pause and reflect of, you might want to think about that. But she has really encouraged me to keep going uh, as far as the work with my staff, the work with our district, the work around social justice of supporting trans students, she has really been there with me and for me through everything. So I would just want to tell her, like I try to every night, just to thank her for her uh, belief in me and trust in me and then just being there by my side. I give you I give you huge props because in this episode, not only did you give that huge thanks to your wife, but you also snuck your own son in there too. So um, clearly you're a family man. So that's fantastic. One last thing, as the outstanding principal last year, you were very heavily involved at MEMSPA. If you had 30 seconds to say to principals, you know, how to get involved, what to do, how to check out MEMSPA, what would you say to them? Uh, The MEMSPA organization has helped me grow as administrator just tremendously from Leadership Matters, the conferences, getting time to connect. To me, it was more valuable than uh, my leadership degree just because of all the opportunities and pieces out there. Paul is just an amazing leader and executive director. And I would encourage every administrator out there, really look into the professional learning that they offer. Leadership Matters, again, Debbie and Derek, that's just an amazing program to go through. And we're out there. And the strength of our group is just all of us together and our connectedness. So, uh, you know, it's how I met you and everybody else. It's just, you got to join. You got to join. It will grow you as an administrator tenfold. Awesome. Awesome. Craig, this has been fantastic. Uh, You know, I love getting to know you a little bit better. I can't wait to see you again. Dexter is not that far from me. It's it's actually less than an hour. So we've got to make a point to connect. But ultimately, everybody, as you listen to this episode, 
you know, jump in, give your feedback. Talk a little bit about um, how MEMSWA has influenced you as a leader. And maybe if you haven't really gotten involved, maybe this is a golden opportunity for you to be looking into what can you do next. Uh, But once again, thanks, Craig. And be sure to check this out. Also, check out on Thursday nights, 8 o'clock, hashtag MemspaChat. Absolutely. You got to join it, folks. MemspaChat is amazing. Thank you. Well, thanks again to our guest. Let's continue to connect and And reflect reflect. because that's what leaders do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to check out hashtag MemspaChat Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find more leadership tools at memspa.org.